We interrupt your special announcement to bring you this regularly scheduled programming. Walter Cronkite saying, I told you so. Hey, it's Coolio if you don't know, and it is time for another episode of Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM in Halifax. How's everyone doing? We've made it to the end of another week. Can you believe it? It's Friday, it's 5 p.m. It's quitting time. It is time to sit back and relax and enjoy the finer things in life. And if you consider low bias gaming a, fire, a finer thing in life, then I probably have some questions to ask. But you know, you might, I don't know. Uh, in any case, let's go take a look at what's going on over there. Uh, starting with uh, Jason with four new episodes of Ogre Battle March of the Black Queen and four new episodes of Final Fantasy IX. Uh, Scarlet with large amounts of things again, because that's how he does things. 14 episodes of Darkest Dungeon and 9 of Brandish the Dark Revenant. Uh, Jason brings us his entry for the 2021 uh, January Low Bias Monthly. Uh, games where the side content is more fun than the main content. And uh, Jason has... Uh, played Ergeis, which I'm sure he's pronounced Urges because he's bad at pronouncing things. And also a new episode of Minecraft. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's what's going on Low Bias Gaming. I'm not going to spend too much time here because the show is a bit jam-packed this week and you will see why that is in just a moment. You're listening to Square Waves and Video on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. Let's get to the archives music for today. Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. That song is by Kozue Ishikawa, and it is the title theme of today's game from the archives.
Trapped inside a magical music box, the invincible Wario is on a dangerous quest to help a mysterious figure recover its lost powers. Smash, bash, and crash your way through more than two dozen gigantic levels in search of hidden keys, valuable treasures, and mystical music boxes. Test your wits on puzzle after intricate puzzle and flex your muscles in action-packed boss fights. Be wary of wandering goons, hammerbots, mad Seinstein, and more as you plunge into one of the largest, most dazzling adventures ever to hit the Game Boy Color. Uh, so yeah, this is Wario Land 3. It's a platform game for the Game Boy Color, developed and published by Nintendo and released in 2000. Um, it's a pretty fun game. I think I would think it's one of the largest games uh, on the Game Boy Color, personally. It has 25 levels, but each of those levels has four paths for a total level of 100 exits, so... Not a small feat, but I have played through this game, and uh, oh boy howdy have I brought some content for you. I have uh, 14 episodes plus one bonus video, and it was also the uh, subject of the Low Bias Monthly for November 2019. Same randomizer, different seeds. Uh, Jason and Scarlet have their entries in, and um, yeah, that's something to check out if you are so inclined.
that was Dragula, 8-bit tribute to Rob Zombie by 8-bit Universe, and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax. And welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU, 88.1 FM in Halifax, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. And speaking of weird, it is, of course, time for the news of the weird. And uh, this one's going to be a bit of a different one because uh, this is going to be the best of 2020 special. Um, so there are 13 stories here that have already shown up on News of the Weird over the past year. And uh, we're going to go through them once again. Usually I would say that I have not read these stories ahead of time, but I have read all of these at this point. So I have two other people with me. Uh, if you could introduce yourselves, please. Hello, I'm Axe. Hello, I'm the Lola Puzzler. Yes, uh, our returning guest Axe and Lolo de Puzzlo from uh, Retro Rank Rhapsody um, and other things. Uh, if you've been following the things that I do, I am sometimes on, on uh, Lolo's uh, podcast, Media Delta. But uh, right now we're going to do some news. You guys ready? Mm hmm. All right. I will, of course, advise that uh, all these stories are uh, monitored for uh, any objectionable content. This segment is usually about 13, 15 minutes long, but we're three people here and there are 13 stories. So it's probably going to be longer than that. So all of that, uh, take that as you will. So News of the Weird extends greetings for a happy and blissfully less, less weird 2021. While you're welcoming the new year, enjoy some of our favorite items from 2020. So starting with the first story from um, just this past month, uh, December 8th, 2020, Coping. Seattle dad and self-described travel enthusiast Steve Samao attracted a following after his daughter, Anasa, uh, called him out on her TikTok account for uh, his purchase of a of a pair of first-class leather seats taken from a Delta MD-90 jetliner complete with an air safety card. Samao, who is the president of sales at Windstar Cruises, found the seats on eBay in November, reported the Washington Post, and has had fun scratching his itch to travel with them ever since, sending his daughter videos of her mother, quote, bringing food to the tray table and him just sitting there enjoying it. As I said, Delta CEO Ed Bastian has taken notice and given the three Samals round trip first class tickets to anywhere in the United States. Hawaii is high on their list. Uh, I don't know if right now is the best time to be traveling though. Probably not. That, I mean, just like, Way to reward excess with excess. I mean... Right? Like, the the dude just bought, like... He just bought the chairs, right? That's... Yeah. Yeah, just the but chairs. Appar- apparently that's something you can do on eBay. I mean, but yeah. I... I just yeah. think it's... I think it's kind of lame that, you know, Delta rewards rewards this with uh, free, free, uh, a free travel, which is kind of like, you know, there are other people who are far more deserving of something like that versus some, some rich dude who just decided on a whim to buy some airline seats and act like he's constantly uh, in first class. It's... 
suppose yeah. it's, all, it's also the thing that it probably, I, I don't use TikTok, so I have no idea how popular it like actually was, but it's probably like the thing like um, that skateboarder who uh, did the thing with um, Fleetwood Max Dreams while drinking out of a thing of Ocean Spray. Uh, Ocean Spray gave him like a year's supply of like cranberry juice because of that, because it was just the thing went viral and he just was drinking from it so they're like oh you got us a lot of publicity here have some stuff on behalf of us i guess i'm just adverse to rich people getting freebies oh yeah Yeah. it's not great but still (laughs) that's probably why yeah oh that that uh that is definitely a thing that happens possibly way too often uh axe you want to take the next story Yep, and this one is simply titled Florida. This comes to us from The Smoking Gun uh, on uh, 10-16-2020. And because it's titled Florida, I'm sure it's going to be good. Uh, A a woman who would not leave a St. Petersburg, Florida mobile gas station was arrested for trespassing on October 14th. The Smoking Gun reported Melinda Lynn Guerrero, age 33, was also charged with providing a false name to law enforcement after she repeatedly said her name was My Butt Just Farted. Officers were familiar with Guerrero from a series of arrests over several years, and her last name is tattooed on her back. They noted she may have been under the influence of alcohol or drugs. You think? Let's see, you think? <laughs> I mean, I know alcohol and drugs can impair your thinking, but I mean, so so deeply far gone that couldn't even come up with an actual name, just a phrase. I think they, it also might have been the case. I, I, I kind of wish that they provided how, like, like if you think about, like, um, Bar giving Mo like a, like a fake name, like in a prank call. I'm kind of curious how they, like, if it was a case where it was a first name last name thing, and they somehow managed to like combine that phrase into like some sort of name. First name my butt, last name just farted. It's sort of like uh, one of the songs that I played last week, uh, who is, which is credited to uh, David not giving my last name. I mean, that's a, that's a, it comes from a long line of not giving my last names. They're, 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 <laughs> they're a pedigree family here in the States. Everybody knows them. I mean, I'll, I'll take your word for it. They're, that's not a very prevalent name in Canada, so, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, also, you, hmm? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I have a feeling that it, it, it sounded like from the thing, like if she has her back, name tattooed on her back, I have a feeling she's come across the law enforcement there probably a few times. <laughs> I think it even mentions that. It's, it's it's It sounds more like a Steve-O kind of thing. Like Steve-O has his, has his own face tattooed on his back because, and I quote, I don't have to see it. Other people do. Yes. That that's a real thing too, by the way. That sounds um, about right. And if you know who Steve O is, that's very appropriate. Yes. <laughs> I never heard of him. Oh boy, the, I'm the era of that the show that he was on came and went. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, Johnny Knoxville and all of them doing the stunts. 
don't know if it's appropriate to say the name of the yeah, show. Yeah, that's the thing. I was trying to dance around the name because it's like, <laughs> oh, technically, it is, it's a very light curse. It's, it's another name for Donkey. Yes. Ah. Yeah, uh, that show. Yeah. I mean, if you consider what's coming up for the next story, oh man, I'm, I've just skimmed it and I, yeah, I remember which one this is. Uh, did you want to read some stories for us, Lil? Sure. All right. So you got the next one. All right. Uh, this one's called Creme de la Weird. Uh, it comes to us from The Sun, uh, November 25th, 2020. Uh, Kazakh bodybuilder, body actor, and self-described sexy maniac. Uh, Yuri Tolich, uh, Tolochko, maybe? That's how, that hopefully that's how you pronounce it. Probably. Uh, announced his marriage to a to his beloved, a sex novel named Margo, on Instagram on November 25th, and shared of his following the, their wedding video, in which he jo- went to the joyous couple, wearing a tuxedo and wearing a full-length wedding dress, exchanged vows and welcomed friends and loved ones to a reception after the ceremony. The son reported, the groom identifies as pansexual and able to fall in love with a character, an image, a soul, and said that the two became engaged a year ago after he rescued her from some unwanted attention in a nightclub. Couples need to talk less and connect more, Lochko said. Margo and I realized that it takes more than words to have a conversation. Can we talk about how that's not what pansexual means? Yeah, that's not what pansexual is. means at all. That's <laughs> like, not what it is at all. It, it's pansexuality relates to people, human beings, living, it, breathing yes. beings. Yes, yeah. it ref- yeah, it, it refers to like like identities of human beings, not yeah. physical objects. This just brings back uh, memories of that dude who married, I think, his DS character. DS character. Uh, oh yeah, it was. Um... Yeah, I forgot what game it was, but yeah, there was a character, a guy who married um, a like had a wedding ceremony for a character from an Otome game. I forgot which one. It was. Feels, is it? It's not rub. Not uh, rub. Feel the magic. Um, and does not want to work. Oh yeah, it, love yeah, plus. Yeah, love plus. Yes, yeah. that. Was, that's yes. Okay, I I am that one. But so it's not exactly my type of game. I think that one's mostly a Japanese-only one. So I'm pretty sure it happened in Japan. So do you remember uh, a similar story of someone? I think they, uh, I think it's, not, it's one that showed up on News of the Weird that uh, someone was marrying Hatsune Miku. <laughs> I saw when I typed in "man marries," one of the things was Hatsune Miku. You can't marry Hatsune Miku. Hatsune Miku is a free spirit who exists to en- entertain people. You can't She's marry. Quintil goddess. Yeah. <laughs> With her magical leak of power. Well, in any case, if it if it doesn't hurt anyone, I guess it's okay. But still, it's also it's twenty. Like, don't have a wedding in a ceremony because it's like this thing's still going on. I mean, yeah, there's that too. I also want to. I also want to kind of point out. He claims he rescued her from unwanted attention in a nightclub, which begs quite a lot of questions, really. Yeah. Yeah. What was the sex all doing in a nightclub? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the less I know about 
the circumstances behind it, the happier I'll be as a human being. Well, in that case, how about we go to our next story? Mm -hmm. Fair enough. (laughs) The 2020 metaphor, which is from Metro News, uh, August 4th, 2020. Uh, An Amazon delivery driver in Nuthall, Nottingham, England, is out of a job after Sharon Smith, 53, discovered him defecating in her back garden in late July. Smith said he saw the man run toward her garden and went to investigate. I asked what the heck he was doing, Smith told Metro News, and he just remained pooing whilst asking me what my problem was, the cheek of it. The driver told the police he wasn't feeling well and was desperate, and he didn't realize he was in a private garden. Smith agreed not to press charges as long as he cleaned up the mess and his employer was informed. Amazon promised a gift voucher as a goodwill gesture. I have to, like, censor myself because that is an obvious pun I want to go with, but I can't. Uh, You know what? What a crappy deal. There you go. <laughs> um, I just more like this just is unfortunate for the the driver. Like I feel more like yeah, yeah. it's weird to have this guy. Just, I mean, it is incredibly potentially dangerous to have someone like just come in and like leave themselves in your backyard. But <laughs> yeah, it it's. That, those situations are bad. Yeah, it, it doesn't really help that a lot of Amazon support workers like that don't really get a break. Yeah. No, they don't, which is also the problem. It's it's very hard to, like, really hate the guy just thinking about the fact that Amazon warehouse workers, for example, have to pee into bottles because yeah. they're constantly, you know, pushed to keep working. So, yeah, like... I- I could kind of, I kind of agree with you, Lolo. I feel kind of, it's it's kind of a, a, an odd situation because you know you, very not good situation for the uh, the customer, but also I can only imagine. one's titled oh yeah posted notice to impersonate Chewbacca but the con- woman's roar the woman identified only as Jessica told nine news and getting phone calls
really strange hours of Hello. the night. It's actually pretty good, Chewbacca. That's a pretty good one. Although I'd, ima I'd imagine, like, you probably figured out when someone was like, oh, is this the thing for the contest? Unless it was, like, specifically on the poster, just do not introduce yourself, just roar. I would imagine so, because if it, it just seems like if you're going to do a practical joke on someone, just have them straight up Chewbacca it out. Just, I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I don't know, obviously, I'm not familiar with Australian law, but I, it has to be some sort of crime to do that. Yeah. Like, like uh, not a major one, but some sort of, you know, like, at least a, a knock on the door. And I'm all for practical jokes, but not on somebody who just dumped you, because that's, that, yeah, that's that's pretty creepy. That's, that, yeah. that, that is definitely creepy and mean-spirited. Uh, and then to escalate it to, uh, you know, physically uh, harassing somebody by, you know, leaving your car yeah, in their, on their property. Good. Yeah, that's... I mean, red flags are all over the place, so good on you for dumping him. Yes. I wonder what the mechanics were for, like, getting, actually getting the car there. Did he have, like, a tow truck or something that he had access to and just somehow managed to just plop the car right on the driveway? He could have driven it and then taken the tires off. Then, unless, I'm curious to, like, the timing of that, because, like, if you did it, like, late at night, you'd figure you'd, like, that would make a good no uh, amount of noise. Mm -hmm. Also, how did he, unless he had, like, someone who was, like, an accomplice that could, like, drive him away once he's finished. There's a lot of questions, and I don't think that there are, go that there are ever going to be any answers for this. Yeah. Boy, um, Lolo, skip the next story. All right. Actually, come to think of it, uh, let's just move on to the one after that. So we'll have twelve stories. It'll divide up evenly that way. Uh, pairs of nice Chianti. Yeah. All right. Uh, this comes to us from Dzine. The number that is um, November or November thirteenth of this year. The Design Museum in London has introduced a DIY meal kit featuring steaks that could be grown from a uh, diner's own human cells among the nominees in its Beasley Designs for the Year exhibit. Uh, developers of the Ouroboros Steak of Okay. Developers of the Ouroboros Steak envision that an individual will be able to harvest cells from their own cheek and feed them with serum derived from donated blood that is expired. The zine reports, or reported, or the zine reported, uh, after about three months, the steak would be fully grown. People think that eating oneself is cannibalism, which technically this is not, said Grace Knight, one of the designers. Researcher Orkin Tellen added, our design is scientifically and economically feasible, but also ironic in many ways, he added. You don't say. That is, that is cannibalism. It's auto-cannibalism. Yeah. That is absolutely cannibalism. It's eating human human flesh. It counts. So, because it's like, 
I'm just trying to parse this whole thing. Well, I'm just trying to think. Do you st do you start with like a brick or something that you feed the cells in, or is it just like you start with a tube and it just grows into a stake? From what it's reading, it sounds like it's just like a a tube, not like an actual like brick. Which that's not. It's not dehydrate like a dehydrated steak where you you add water and it you know grows into a. That's not how it works. Yeah, because not how like, science works. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, here, do you start with something and then you use the cells to like make it grow or something? Yeah, I can't, I can't envision, I can't envision this despite the fact that it's that's nightmarish. This is just a nightmarish kind of way of of making meat. Yeah, that seem that seems like it's like two steps away from soiling green as people. Yeah. That is that is just horrific, and I we need to solve we need to solve the uh, the hunger crisis around the world. But I don't think this is the way to do it. <laughs> also, I'm looking at I I've looked up Ouroboros steak. Um, oh no! The thing that they don't tell you is that because it's like oh it's like grows in a month. Uh, so these are not a full steak. Um, this is like it came comes in like a petri dish. Like, it's great because they show, like, a plate and they, like, there's, like, four on this plate and it's super tiny. So it does not look cooked. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, that's not a steak. That's not even a medallion. Also, I, I just imagine... I also just imagining with like these kind of like steaks, it's like the kind of thing that you see. Like I automatically just picture this like the kind of steak that you see when people sous vide steak and don't mm -hmm. sear it. It just looks super like like gray and gross. No, those that is that is way too tiny. And if that's if that's the finished product, that's not feeding anybody. That is the product that they are showing off on their website. That's that's horrific. That 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 take that takes three months. Yeah, that is a failure. That that, my friends, is a failure of of science. Th th thanks for trying. There was an attempt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so at the midway point of the news at this point, but uh, it is about time for a break and some music. So let's go do that, and we'll come back to the news after this. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax. I'm <laughs> sorry. 
the last piece of chip in 2020 by Serpent BRS, and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. And welcome back to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky, and let's continue our look at the 2020 Best News of the Weird. Alright, uh, let's move on to the next story anyway. Uh, Frontiers of Farming. Cockroach farms are not new in China, but where the bugs have long been used in Chinese medicine. But a new facility near the eastern city of Jinan is gaining atten- uh, attention as a, as a way to deal with food waste while producing organic protein supplements for animal feeds. In four industrial-sized hangars, Australia's ABC News reported, rows of shelves are filled with food waste uh, collected from restaurants through an elaborate system of pipes. A moat filled with roach-eating fish surrounds each building to keep the roaches from escaping. In total, there are one billion cockroaches, farm manager Yin uh, Yin Song said. Um, if, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Every day they can eat 50 tons of kitchen waste, said project director Li Yanrong. If we can farm cockroaches on a large scale, we can provide protein that benefits the entire ecological cycle. And that is from September 19, 2020. I've heard of like, uh, I think it was grasshopper uh, farming that was like meant to be like the next thing in like meat because it's like super easy to farm um in like grasshoppers i believe crickets as well yeah i have never had like i've seen like candied crickets before sort of things i've never had it and i don't want to but still (laughs) yeah i'm i'm it's a hard pass on bugs for me but like the way this reads it doesn't sound like the roaches are being harvested uh farmed for food it sounds more like they're using roaches to take care of waste which i think is a better idea you know it's it seems like a a more uh efficient way of handling food waste yeah yeah roaches are also disgusting yes Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be eating any bugs anytime soon, but um, if, it, if, it can, if we can at least find some better ways to solve the other end of you know, food problems, then uh, at least Co- there's the... <laughs> Cockroach steaks, there you go. Cockroach steaks. Oh, geez. Can you imagine? All right, uh, Axe. All right, this next one is titled Scheme. It comes to us from Kiro on November 25th, 2020. Residents in the upscale neighborhoods of Woodway and Edmonds, Washington, have been visited recently by people carrying official-looking documents who knock on doors, tell homeowners they own the property, and they're there to repossess the home and want the people to vacate the premises. Edmonds Police Sergeant Josh McClure told Kiro, the group identifies itself as Morris Sovereign Citizens, McClure said, who believe that they own all of the land between Alaska and Argentina. So far, the people have cooperated with police and left after being told they are trespassing. I mean, the, the, there's a people start declaring sovereignty. 
rightful their, uh, owner, claim to, to ownership of land. Oh, absolutely. Especially if you claim between Alaska and Argentina, uh, no one group would own that. Yeah. Also, also you're, you have sovereign citizens in your name. You're already not, not winning any favors. Hmm. Oh boy. But, and apparently this is only half, like they, they claim this entire huge area, but they're only bothering people in Washington state. Well, you see, it's, it's a long, it's a long way. It's a long <laughs> way to temporary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but that's a bold claim for just a few people who, who only have any presence in one state. We, we, we own all this land, but we really just want the land that's right here. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like you said, they're probably like 0% native, but they're generally like 95% questionable judgment. Um, it's great right. when I tried to look up more sovereign or sovereign citizens. The first link is to the Sovereign Poverty Law Center. Which is a good sign of your organization and it being uh, on level uh, is you being <laughs> pointed to the uh, people that uh, research hate groups. Yeah. <clears throat> Probably more to that story than than will than we uh, know off of this uh, site. I mean, that, that's that's a point that uh, that Jason brought up in uh, in Electric Leftovers. There is so much more to these stories that we're just never going to know. All right. Um, so we are up to Lolo, right? Yep. Yep. Oh, let me. Okay. So uh, this one is titled The Last Straw. Comes to us from the Washington Post. And this happened uh, December 27th, 2019. Um, after uh, after four of his neighbors complained to police about lawnmower man's unexcessive use of his riding mower, Pasco County in Florida, uh, Deputy uh, Michael O'Donnell arrived at Robert Wayne Miller's home in December 24th to assess the situation. But Miller, 57, wasn't cooperating. When O'Donnell approached the property, which displayed no trespassing sign, Miller revved the engine of his mower in response. Then O'Donnell tried to get him into the patrol car so he could issue a citation, but Miller refused. I've already had four people come out and tell me they can't take it anymore, O'Donnell told Miller. Uh, Dwayne White, who lives across the street, told the Washington Post that the mower isn't even capable of cutting grass. You'll just run that tractor all night, and it echoes all throughout over the neighborhood, White said. Finally, the lawnmower man went inside his home where he was ultimately arrested for disturbing the peace, not complying with law enforcement officer's command. If convicted, he could spend 18 months in jail and pay a $1,500 fine. That's his, his nickname Lawnmower Man, he could have been a lot worse. Yeah. That That is, that is definitely a heavy sentence. I've known some people who have done more and gotten less. 
Yeah. Though, is anyone who has been woken up at like 7 a.m. on Sunday by someone mowing their lawn, I'm sure they might feel it justified. Plus, it seems like he's being spiteful. If he's running this thing at night, he's not cutting. It's, it says that uh, the mower isn't even capable of cutting grass. So he's basically he's doing it to spite his neighbors. Yeah, he's just being yeah. a jerk about it. Yeah, there, there is definitely that. And then to make to make the situation worse is to like to, to I, I like how he just makes his own situation even worse. Like this guy's clearly not a decent person if he's if he's going to, you know, harass his neighbors and then on top of that, you know, not comply. Yeah, that 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 is that that is definitely true. Um, personally, I still think it's a bit of a heavy thing, but well, tractors are notably happy. <laughs> also, he... It's its just a, a rule of thumb. Uh, anyone in the South with three names is generally not to be messed with. Uh, Robert Wayne Miller. <laughs> I just... Bad yeah. news, usually. There, there, was, there was actually a News of the Weird story um, some time ago, which featured... A bunch of people who um, basically had some some pretty some pretty large sentences. All of their middle names were Wayne. Yeah. The, yeah. That that's just a sign to me that I if ever I have a kid, I should not give them the middle name Wayne. That's just asking for trouble. It's a current middle name. Yes. John Wayne Gacy. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Let's just move right along, shall Let's, we? Let's yeah. stop clowning around now. Oh. Axe. So let's move on to to that creepy thought. From that creepy thought to a story that is creepy. Uh, great. <laughs> uh, <coughs> This is from CNN, uh, August 12, 2020. A lot of stories from the later half of the year. But I think it was the same the same way last year. Anyway. Uh, Srinivas Gupta, a uh, businessman in Kapil, India, and his wife Madhavi, were building their dream home when she died in a, tra- a tragic car crash in 2017. But in many ways, she's still with Gupta, especially now that he has installed a life-size wax statue of her in her home, in their home. Uh, Madhavi's likeness is in a seated position clothed in a pink sari and gold jewelry. The planning for the house was all done by her and we couldn't imagine uh, entering this new house without her, Anusha Gupta, one of the couple's daughters, told CNN. At a housewarming party on August 7th, Friends and relatives posed with Madhavi on a couch and posted photos to social media. The family says they will keep the statue in their courtyard. She used to enjoy the outdoors, Anusha said. You want to keep a wax statue outdoors? Because wouldn't that, like... Yeah, yeah, that doesn't seem like the best way to preserve it. Yeah, that's like... I, I know I know it's not just blatantly wax. Like, I know there's treatments to it involved, but yeah. it just seems like a wax statue is very prone to being damaged by the elements. I appreciate, in that India. They, 
I appreciate they took it outdoors, because if they have left it indoors, that'd be super creepy. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, I, th- I thought it was a permanent in- indoor installation, and I... That... No. Like, it's <laughs> it's sweet that he wants to memorialize uh, his his wife, but... Like, it's kind of... That's kind of the, the same as, like, having the, the, the urn in the bedroom. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, do you think since it's a wax statue, and usually wax statue tend to be like uh, colored, that it was like human likeness? Like, I could see like if you have like a metal statue, it would just be like the color of the metal. Like if it was bronze, it'd be, you know, be bronze color. You think? I wonder if this was like painted. Did, did they go the full Madame Tussaud? Uh- yeah. I would imagine so, because usually if you're going to have a wax statue, uh, you're going to go full out with the color. And I mean, either way, it's 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 ha- it's partly sweet, but also a little unsettling. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate the sentiment, but I don't know that I'd want to live with a wax statue because for one that's really not how you move on with your life also it's the thing you catch out of the corner of your eye and just startles the living daylights out of you <laughs> it's also like what do you get re- what if you get remarried you know it's gonna be awkward having yeah. having that memorial with you know your new partner yeah anyway let's 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 at the end of the day take this as face value and go with like, okay, this was a really nice thing that they did for this lady, and hopefully there are no problems in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I found a I found a picture of it. It, it is um, uh, full likeness. Uh, that is not that is way too human like. As wax statues tend to be, yeah. Alright, um, I thought, well, I guess my count was off because it didn't immediately start in with a story, it started with the little intro thing. Um, so yeah, we're already at the last story, seeing as we skipped one, so Axe. Alright, this last one is titled Animal Farm, and it's from Fox News. Uh... January 17th, 2020. A Polish pig farmer in his 70s who had been missing since December 31st is believed to have been eaten by his livestock, Fox News reported. Lubin District Prosecutor Magdalena Serafin told local media the farmer's remains, consisting of bones and skull fragments, were found by a neighbor who called police after spotting the bones while fetching water from a nearby well on January 8th. The farmer's animals were roaming freely in the yard, and officials indicated it was clear that the pigs had feasted on him. They suspect he died of a fall or heart attack. <laughs> and you know, this is on par with stories about animals. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna get hungry if, if you're not there to feed them, or if you if you're not able to feed them, but you're there, uh, they'll feed on you. And this this is a, this is a, a very commonplace story with uh, an, people who have animals. Yeah. 
this just reminds me of um it's based on a story but the movie um the plague dogs which um i believe it's richard adams uh, story um where basically um it's a story about the same guy who did watership down and this uh the dogs in this it's basically a story about two dogs who are out in like the british wilderness um that have escaped from a lab that are actually uh, i don't it, it don't know if it's a spoiler it's actually the name of the thing uh they're carrying the bubonic plague uh so there's people that are going after them and there are there's this guy in a helicopter who uh is hunting them and then basically something happens and somehow i I can't remember what it is, but he falls out of the helicopter and they a scene they commonly cut out of the movie adaptation is you see a distant shot of them looking for the guy who fell out of the helicopter and you just see them like that he's been clearly eaten. And it, it's a scene that is most commonly cut out from the movie. I can imagine so, yeah. Alright, so with that, that is all of the news for 2020. Let's hope for a much better 2021, shall we? Let's get some music. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax.
and that was Crazy Dance by BrickBlock369. And that takes us to the end of the episode. And I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, thank my guests, Ax and Lolo, for, uh, for being on the show. That was an interesting thing. Yeah, no problem. It's always, always glad to be a part of this. Oh, I, I, I thank you for taking the time. And uh, I feel like these news of the weird things are always so much more fun when there's more than just me. Um, so, uh, as far as where people can find you online, Axe, I don't think you have any active projects right now. Not at the moment, no. And, uh, Lolo, where, where can people find you online? Well, you can find me on Twitter, at LoloPuzzlo. Uh, you can also find me, uh, doing, uh, kind of got my hands full of a few projects. My main show is a show called Retro and Crapsody, where I take a look at old, uh, older video games and basically rank them to see on a 1 to 21 scale, see how they rank uh, nowadays. I also have a few podcasts. You can find it at hazeltown.podbean.com, uh, main one being uh, Media Delta, where I kind of do the same treatment to movies and TV shows uh, based on video games and video games that have been based on movies and all that. Uh, I also have something called Hazeltown Story, which is a actual play podcast, uh, a long-running tabletop session, uh, which I try GMing for the first time. Yeah, so a uh, couple of pretty good shows, uh, and I would recommend all of them, honestly. Thank you. All right, uh, so let's get on with the usual credits. Square Wave Symphony is based on the format of the Electric Leftovers podcast by Jason Parton of Low Bias Gaming, lowbiasgaming.net. News of the Weird is written by the editors at Andrews McNeil Syndication, newsofthereird.com. Segment music composed by myself, Madame Miki, Nurikika McCord, Twilight of Defect, and Commissar. Stay tuned for the astrology show coming up next on CKDU, followed by The Witching Hour at 7pm, and press R to continue at 8.30. Comments, questions, want your chiptunes featured on the show? Email me at squaresim at lowbiasgaming.net or get in touch on Twitter at squaresim. You can also leave feedback on CKDU click on shows, find Square Wave Symphony, and click on leave feedback. There's also a podcast version of the show, available on lowbiasgaming.net slash squaresim, or just search for Square Wave Symphony, Square Wave is one word, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or TuneIn Radio, or most of the podcatchers out there. This has been Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax. I'm Coolio, if you don't know, along with... Hi, I'm X. I'm Lola DePuzzlo. And I'll see you guys next time. <laughs>